Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Hey, we're back. Welcome to our number three of Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Whee! Come fly with me. Divisional round uh, weekend. Week 19 of the NFL. Joe Gillian along with the Fantasy Taz. Jim Day. You can follow me at Joe Galina on uh, Twitter. He's at Fantasy Taz, and you got the uh, Fantasy Prince, uh, Sean Engel. I've been doing a great job keeping us flying straight this afternoon. Uh, you see? And uh, you, you missed it. The last show we had Cam Stewart on, uh, giving his uh, betting advice, and uh, he, in, in Taz language, was speaking to Taz in his language, and I don't know what the hell they said, but uh, it, was, well, it was deep. <laughs> Joe, what I can try to tell you is, yeah. is that whenever there's yeah. any sort of Taz-based show going on and there's lots of Taz uh-huh. talk, uh-huh. you could just call it a gym day. There you oh. go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I like that. I like that, Sean. Uh, hey, Jim, you said we have uh, some inactive news coming out, uh, right? Yeah, the full list haven't come out so far. But we do know mm-hmm. now that Sammy Watkins is active and will play. And also okay, that good. Eric Berry, who we expected, is out inactive. And mm-hmm. Spencer Ware is inactive. But here could be the Ooh, bigger okay. telling one. Um the Colts safety Malik Hooker is also inactive. That could be a mm. big hurt for them going against this, mm. you know, big passing offense. That could be a big hurt for them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good up to the minute news. Uh hey, um let's start breaking down Sunday's action. Actually, I I'll read you off uh, I have a a combo lineup uh that I put together. Oh, wait, wait, and, more big uh, news here. Here's a big one for all those uh-oh, uh-oh. guys out there. I, big DFS news coming right now. Here we go. Okay. Kelvin Benjamin is an inactive. <laughs> oh, that's big. Huge. Huge. <laughs> uh, and that's is it different than anything that he's done all season long? <laughs> I mean, At that's least loose. nobody's taking a stupid chance on him this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no 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 dart throwing with Kelvin Benjamin, okay? Uh, yeah, so no no so, uh, the, the full lists are out now on inactives. Mm-hmm. Nobody else really of any concern. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so I uh, put in a, a lineup uh, combining all four games. And, uh, here, let me just share it with you real quick. Uh, uh, we got Andrew Luck as my quarterback, Zeke Elliott as uh, one of my running backs, uh, James White 
and this is a full point PPR uh, through DraftKings. He's by the running back. Uh, went uh, with Dontrell Inman at 4,800 bucks as one of my wide receivers. Uh, was able to squeeze in Michael Thomas at 7,900 bucks. Uh, Robert Woods for 5,900 rounds out my wide receivers. Tight end, I went with Eric Ebron. Uh, at my flex, I went with uh, Darren Sproles. And uh, my defense, eh, eh, the Cowboys. It's no real great defenses uh, that I love this weekend anyway. No, That's I agree. I at this point, it was all about saving money. <laughs> Try, yes, trying yes, to get yes, one yeah, to get you a fit. little something, but, you know, costs pretty cheaply. Here, here's, uh, yeah. here's my... You know, main slate game for yeah. DraftKings. Um, I okay. got Luck at 6,200. Damien yep. Williams, who pretty much consistently in my DFS this week. Yeah. I ride or yeah. die with Damien Williams. This yeah, week. yeah. Um, 5,100. Naheem Hines at mm-hmm. 3,300. Hilton at 6,700. Mike Thomas mm-hmm. at 7,900. Cooks at 5,600. Ebron at 5,500. Kelsey at 7,000. And New England nice. at 2,600. Mm-hmm. I like so I'm uh, running Pope 12 Ebron personnel. Kelsey. Yeah, 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 I like it. I like it, yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, let's take a look at the early game for Sunday. Sunday 105, we have uh, the Patriots at home, four-point favorite uh, over the Chargers. Uh, Over-under in this game is 47. Uh, and look, hey, this is the ninth straight season. The Patriots have won the division, uh, earned their first round by and won at least 11 regular season games. That's NFL records, man. <laughs> Patriots ain't uh, no at home. Uh, they, right? They've been the best what team the in our lifetime. There's no doubt. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's certain things that sometimes you just got to sit back and enjoy and, you know, like, you know... We, yeah, I don't know if you're into hockey or not or whatnot, but you know, uh, in our lifetime, we got to see what, what I consider the greatest hockey player in his prime, Wayne Gretzky, right? Uh, Michael Jordan. You know, I mean, there's a lot of arguments as to who the greatest basketball player is of all time, but you know, you got to see Michael Jordan. You got to see the equivalence of, let's say, the Babe Ruths. You know, in our lifetime, so yeah, you yeah, we sit back and enjoy them. That's it. You know, hate them if you want, but you still got to respect what they've done. Mm-hmm. And you know he's shown some slips in his uh, some kinks in his armor. Um, Brady has, but still, you know, just uh, enjoy the ride, right? Kinks uh, named Eli. Yeah, exactly. That's a big one, right? <laughs> so, like I said, the Pats eight zero at home this this uh, season. Uh, per Field Yates from ESPN, the Chargers undefeated outside of the state of California. Uh, they did lose to the Rams, but that was in L.A. Seven and one overall on the road. So the Chargers a good good road team, right? Uh, Pats eight zero at home. They've averaged almost thirty three points per game at home and twenty one point six on the road. And uh, Philip Rivers is going to be a, it's going to have to work for this one. Zero and seven head to head versus Tom Brady. That includes the playoffs. And, uh, hey, look, you know, I mentioned this earlier uh, or in the previous show, Rivers is uh, much worse versus man coverage as opposed to zone coverage. And the Patriots play man coverage at the NFL's uh, highest rate. So uh, Rivers has got his uh, work coming. Oh, he does. He does. Uh, But I I just think uh, we're looking at a team that wants it more. Um, You know, they Mm -hmm. they, a few weeks ago they got blown out by Baltimore to come right back and just beat up on Baltimore last week. Yes. You know, with a lot yeah. of different looks, a lot of new new 
twists. Uh, I think we see that again. I, I, all the numbers point to New England. I get it. I just don't think they're as good as the Chargers are right now as a football team. And, you know, I, I'm I'm in on the Chargers. Uh, again, I picked them in the preseason. Maybe that's coloring me now. It could very well be, mm. but I picked it, you know, Chargers <laughs> against the Rams yeah. in the Super Bowl in the preseason, and I'm going to stick to it. I think they're playing yeah. good football. The team is playing hard for Phillip Rivers. They really want him, you know, to get that chance to go to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl possibly, but they want that for him. They, you know, his players love playing for him. You know, he's that guy, you know, backs them up and he doesn't throw them under the bus and all that good stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, players mm-hmm. want to play like for that. Big ben. Yeah. Right. And it's not like he's got many more chances. You know, he's getting up yeah. there in age, just like Manning and, you know, probably going to be gone soon. This might be his final shot and do it. And this team is playing very good football right now outside of that mm-hmm. Baltimore destruction where they just got hammered by that defense. They've had the right. best season they've had in quite a long time. And I just mm-hmm. think they have all the, you know, the players in the right places and they got a good head coach in, in Lynn who's just doing the right things at the right time. And I think that's going to be this game. I know they're going up against, you know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and the referees and home field advantage and people mm-hmm. with crazy mm-hmm. accents. I get all of that. I, I just think mm-hmm. they come out with a win, even though it is on the East Coast, uh, an away mm-hmm. game, all that good stuff. Uh, Has I, it bothered them? Yeah, it, it yeah. hasn't. I don't think it does this week. Yeah. I think they yeah. get in Brady's face. They for, force him out of his comfort zone early. And, yeah. you know, yeah. that we've seen over the years, that's the way to beat Brady. Yeah. You mentioned Melvin Ingram. They're going to be a big part. Of, and we already know about Joey Bosa and whatnot. So, uh, hey. So, uh, uh, yeah, they are definitely the sentimental favorite, no doubt. And uh, they do have a shot. They, they definitely have a shot. I mean, uh, what do you? How do you feel about uh, Keenan Allen this week? Uh, four for sixty-one and two for three versus Belichick in his career. Uh, you know, he had that little uh, that injury. I believe it was his hip. Uh, he hasn't had more than five catches since week thirteen. I think he's got enough to, you know. Help a, help a brother out, help uh, Rivers out in this game? <laughs> well, he's definitely going to try, but New England's also going to try and take him out, no doubt. Um, he's the biggest yeah. part of that passing offense and not even close. So absolutely, but they're going to try and Probably take not him at out. 100% either. That's the problem, too. Right. Um, so, you mm. know, that's why I'm kind of hoping Mike Williams steps up a little bit and has a decent game. It could be Tyrell yeah. Williams that makes that big play or two that could well, put them, them over the top. Well, both of them catches last week. Yeah, right. So they so got to do better. It, Come on, Williams, guys. Well, hey, <laughs> Snap you, out you of know, it. It's hard to do better than two catches when you're getting two targets. Um, so, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, a, a lot of times you can blame that on the wide receiver. I get that. But you're, you're talking about a guy, Mike Williams here, who runs great routes and creates yes. separation mm-hmm. and is not afraid to go up and take the ball away from a defender on those high-touch uh, passes. So, you know, I, I just think it really comes down to Rivers having to trust him. And, you know, the one thing we did see is that when Allen was out, uh, Mike Williams stepped right up and had a great game that game, best game of his career, uh, was when Allen was out. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I do think New England does try to take Allen out of this game. Uh, I know mm-hmm. that uh, Greg Sussman is really hoping that's not the case because he needs Keenan Allen to have a, a big game this week. But it, it could definitely well be possible – the bigger, bigger question, though, is does New England have the talent to take Keenan Allen out of the game? And that's where we're going to mm-hmm. see whether or not Keenan Allen, how close he is to 100%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, uh, so the keys to the game for you, according to the for the Chargers standpoint, is attacking Brady, right? Keeping pressure on him, uh, and offensively is just uh, Allen being able to get it done. I mean, how much faith do you have in uh, uh, Melvin Gordon this week? Well, you got to be a little concerned. I, I mean, he's going to mm-hmm. play and all of that, but we just don't know at what percentage. Um, it's definitely mm-hmm. not 100%. And, you know, we right. were talking about it on the earlier show that, you know, it seemed mm-hmm. like the injury has been a little bit more than they've disclosed uh, sure. as how much it's affecting him and how long. So, you know, that'll mm-hmm. come into play. Uh, you know, does Eckler do enough to, to step in and provide a big game? I think he's possible. But you know that's mm-hmm. gonna, those are going to be big keys for them. They need they need to establish some form of a running game for this passing game to do any damage. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, have you uh, gotten any uh, like Austin Eckler in your DFS lineups based on the possibility uh, of uh, Gordon, you know, not being at a hundred percent, or maybe even you know trying to play and then maybe. Uh, you know, coming out in the first quarter. Yeah, I, I know I'm just supposing, but you just never know. Well, I like Eckler more on DraftKings because it is the full point PPR than FanDuel, yeah. which is only the half. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I like him more. Plus, his, his value uh, is a little bit higher because his cost is lower on uh, DraftKings at only 4500 So, uh, you know, he definitely mm-hmm. provides somebody that, to me, is a nice dart throw at a cheap cost to get more chalk. Um, I have mm-hmm. no problem you taking that chance. I mean, uh, to me, you know, Eckler and Hines, basically the same dart throw. Which one gets more involved in the passing game? That's the one you want. Right. Uh, the only reason I'm going with Hines a little bit more often is because he's $1,200 cheaper. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, what about on the Patriots side? Who uh, who, who in their offense uh, do you like for DFS purposes? I mean, uh, I'm looking at Edelman. Edelman uh, good matchup and uh, a lot cheaper on DraftKings than Michael Thomas is. I had him at 6,500 yep. as opposed to Michael Thomas at 8,200. Actually, uh, 6,300, isn't it? I thought maybe I wrote it down Well, it, it depends. Or you could have wrote it Oh, that's it right. right. You were saying, right. depending on the slate, right. Yes, right. right, right. So, but uh, in any case, Edelman is a, a bargain compared to Michael Thomas. I think Edelman could have a big day. I agree with you. Can't fault yeah. you with that. He's definitely on my value yeah. list. Um, yeah. As is Keenan Allen at basically the same mm-hmm. cost as Edelman. But you know, Keenan Allen has a chance to be taken out of the game if they play the defense right. I don't know if you take Edelman out of the game. He just gets too many shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I agree right. with that. Um, you know, look, I, I like James White at 4900 Again, I think sure. he gives you nice value uh, just because mm-hmm. of what he has done in, in previous playoff games. And there are games where they lean on him to big get big plays. So I think he's in play. Um, you know, if the game goes differently than what I envisioned, um, you know, if New England gets out to a quick start and puts up some early points, then, you know, Sony Michelle is the one that could be a, the huge value. If they run right. him a lot in the second half, and you know, even if he gets in the end zone at least once, run we could time be looking at clock, a huge yeah. value with him. Yeah, so you know, there's mm-hmm. definitely some plays here. Um, you know, if you want, what about to Hogan? Up, yeah, see, Chris I, Hogan. I mean, do you I read think, anything into his 11 targets from from week six, 17, uh, or? You know, yeah, is it just the old Chris Hogan, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am not a big fan. I don't have a lot of trust in him. I don't know if I, I mm-hmm. could put him in my DFS lineups. I, I think I'd almost mm-hmm. rather take a chance on Cordero Patterson having a big player mm-hmm. or two 
um, you know, a surprising or all of a sudden comes in and they put him in at the goal line for a rushing touchdown. Just stupid stuff like that that comes out of nowhere. Um, it, mm-hmm. You know, could Hogan have a good game? Sure he can. Absolutely. Uh, do I trust right. him to do that? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gronk, what are we thinking about Gronk? Still 5,000 oh, bucks, man, uh, on DFS, uh, on DraftKings as opposed to Earths at 59. Still expensive, man. Yes, well, he is Gronk, and that's why. You know, they're giving him a little respect here. <laughs> Hopefully, they're hoping that yeah. the one week off gave him a chance to get a little bit healthier. Uh, and if you're mm-hmm. going to play him, that's what you're hoping as well. Look, he's still Gronk, um, and he could mm-hmm. still take over a game, even if it's only for that one game, uh, him just going mm-hmm. off. And then after the game, has to see a doctor. I, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if he puts in that kind of effort. Um, it really right. depends on how, how much better he's feeling than he was even just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, 13 games played, eight with three receptions or less. You know, is he a guy that you is he likable enough where you, you know, you root for him? I guess it depends on your on the individual. I root for him, but it's not because I think he's likable enough. Uh, it's I root mm-hmm. for him because he's a guy that's out there putting it on the line every time he steps on that field. He plays hard. Um, you know, parties mm-hmm. hard. I'm okay with that, too. Uh, but he yeah, plays yeah. hard Why when not? he's on that field. And I love tight ends that play hard. So I've always been a huge yeah. fan of Gronk. Probably a fun guy to hang out with, let's face it, right? <laughs> he probably buy a few rounds, too. Just seems like that kind of guy. All right, when we come back, uh, we'll take a look at some prop bets from uh, this game, uh, looking at the uh, Patriots and Chargers. And then we break down the Eagles and Saints. Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina along with the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. Sean Engel, I like this. What is this? This is the Dead Kennedys. The Dead Kennedys, yeah, right. Nice. I like it. They used to do a great song called Sit On My Face, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> That'd be great if she, like, did it with them. Like, you know, join them on stage. <laughs> Oh, there you go. That would definitely be a show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Especially if he, she she's did it with them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she still got definitely it, still got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's no oh, baby. either, but uh, attractive. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's still got the looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Fleetwood Mac. I, a PBS every once in a while shows uh, them in concert. Uh, who's the drummer? Mick Fleetwood? Mick Just Fleetwood, so, yeah. uh 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's so energetic. Uh, animated. He's so <laughs> yeah, animated. energetic, animated. I love that. He's yeah. the animal of drummers. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. He looks like he's having fun uh, doing his job, which I love. I love to watch people have fun at work. And I, I Just agree like with we're you. having I fun at work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. had some great songs, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know what went on behind the scenes, but uh, they just fired somebody w- within the past year, right? Uh, what's yeah, his name? a lot of animosity. They've been going back and forth for years. It, yeah, it happens to a lot of those bands. One guy wants to do one thing, another guy wants to do another thing, and then they don't agree, and then that starts it all. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. But that'll never happen with us, right? Oh, no, never, never. No, of course. <laughs> I don't want to do it this way, though. Let's do it that way. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this game. No. Uh, all right, so let's do the prop bets. Say no. no but we're, we're doing prop bets for the Chargers Patriots game. Uh, so we have uh, passing yards Tom Brady, 267.5, and, and Phillip Rivers, 256.5. What are we thinking? Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking, look, if it goes. The way my head is thinking it goes, I'd take Brady in the under. Um, I don't think he hits mm-hmm. that number. Um, you know, if that's the way it happens, if the Chargers get after him and put him on his heels, I don't think he hits mm-hmm. that number. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, again, it really comes down to how you think the game is going to play out, and it's going to be different for everybody. For me, that's just the way it plays out in my head. Um, Rivers, mm-hmm. I don't think Rivers hits that number either. But I think he has a chance at being more economic with his, his numbers to get where he needs to be. So uh, I, I like him a little bit more fantasy numbers-wise, uh, but mm-hmm. I just don't think he hits this yardage. Look, this this is the lowest game on the slate by Vegas. I mean, you know, yeah, how yeah. often do you see uh, you know the Patriots involved in a game that's the lowest points go total on the slate at forty-seven? You know, right, you would ask an, Cam that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You're, we're looking at a you know twenty-five, a little over twenty-five implied points for New England, a little over twenty-one implied points for uh, the Chargers based on the numbers. Uh, so you know they're not looking for a lot of points here. So it very well possibly that both of these guys go under um, and not hit those those numbers. Yeah, I'm looking at the under for uh, Rivers. If you look at his last four games, uh, he's been under 203 straight, 181, yep. 176, 160. Had that 313-yard game against Kansas City, which, hey, that's what you should do. And then before that against Cincinnati, uh, had only 220. So I'm going under. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to lose the game, but I just, uh, you know, right, exactly. he's been that's known for that in right. his career. Yeah, yeah. But he's been known for that in his career to kind of have like a fade at the end, hasn't he? Well, uh, it is what it is. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, this team in the past, that's always been what it's been. And I get that. And Mm -hmm. the talk is he can't win the big game in the postseason. I get that. History shows he hasn't done it yet. But then again, we haven't seen, you know, a season like this for this team where they came out of the gates as one of the best teams in the league. You know, it's usually them starting out slow and then trying to fight back and then, you know, either just doing enough to get in or just doing enough not to get in. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is a year, I mean, sure, they're the five seed, but that's only because they had, you know, the Chiefs there. And they lost the tiebreaker mm-hmm. to the Chiefs anyway. So, you know, that was the reason they ended up as a 5C, but they were still one of the best teams in the league overall. And I just think they're mm-hmm. too talented for New England. Mm-hmm. All right. I like the fact that you're loyal. 
Yeah, you were loyal, Damian Williams, putting him in, like you know, most of your uh, DFS lineups. You're loyal to the Chargers. You picked them at the start of the season. And hey, uh, hey look, you the, know. the one thing I tell people that listen to me is, whenever if I tell you, you know, I pick somebody over another player, it's only because that's what what I'm doing too. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. going to re- recommend mm-hmm. you playing somebody that I wouldn't play if I was in those shoes. So that's what I tell people. You know, dig in. Get what you think is going to happen and roll with it. If it's wrong, it's wrong. That's how it works. It happens mm-hmm. too often in this game to be surprised by it anymore. But we do have a mm-hmm. caller on the line, Ken from North Carolina. You want to you want to talk wow. to Ken? Because I want to talk to Ken. Yeah, I'm tired of talking Hi, to you, Tad. So let's talk to Ken. Hey, Ken, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, I I want to know what running back should I put in my DFS. From oh, see, you're, you're from North. You're, you're from North Carolina, and you sound like you have a Boston accent. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just school. messing with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you want to know which running back in Kansas City? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Ah, this for, is easy. Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Cheap. He's good, and he's going to score a ton of points today. Didn't you say right, uh, where is inactive too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just in case you missed it, uh, uh, Spencer Ware is actually inactive. So it's right, only you right. know Darren Williams that you got to worry about. But I don't think you have to worry about him too much. Uh, yeah. yeah Damian yeah, Williams is, Damian. is the guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Go win some money. Go win some yeah, money, no man. No problem. Good luck, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank All right. All right, so yeah. Uh, this guy's going to hound me if Damian Williams goes down. <laughs> Don't feel bad. But if Damian in... Williams goes down, so do all my So do you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think he's going to have a good day. He's going to have a good I day. I do, too. I and and what do you think of his prospects uh, uh, for for the, the next uh, season? Man, I mean, if I'm Kansas City, they gave him that he's extension. my starting running back. Yeah, yeah he's absolutely yeah. – they get him cheap. Um, and he's mm-hmm. shown at the end of the season that he can do everything they need him to do. He can run inside. He can run outside. He can catch passes. He can, you know, go mm-hmm. into the slot if they need him to. Heck, he's even been out wide a couple of times. So, you know, he can do a little bit of everything for them. And I don't see any reason why they need to look other places. I think this kid, you know, he showed flashes of it before this year that, you know, every once in a while he'd come out and have a great game and then wouldn't get used for a while and didn't do much and everybody went off everybody's radar. But I always like mm-hmm. this a, a little bit of what I saw from this kid. This year I've loved what I've seen from this kid, and I, I don't mm-hmm. see any reason why they should be even looking at somebody else next year. All right. Uh, well, let's stick to this year and uh, talk about uh, over under in uh, rushing for uh, Patriots running back. 61 and a half, Sony Michelle. Ah, uh, yeah, it really comes down to which way you see this game going. Um, right, right. I, you know, I think he gets over that. I, I do I do think he gets over that, but, uh, man, it, there's a good chance he goes under that as well. But, I, you know, if, mm-hmm. it, it, if I had to make this bet, I would bet the over, but it, it's close. Mm-hmm. And uh, James White at 19 and a half? Ah, that could be that, right how do you at bet the, mark, the under right? on 19 and a half? 
You know, yeah. how do you bet the under? You got many more choices above it than you do below it. Um, you know, it's mm-hmm. almost like betting the field is a better right. bet than, you know, betting on one person. In this case, mm-hmm. the field is over 19 and a half. And that's a lot, a lot of field above that 19 and a half where there isn't so much underneath it. And, you know, they have mm-hmm. used them in the running game a little bit. But. Man, I don't know if I can make this bet. <laughs> I don't know if I feel very strongly about betting yeah. the over. I just know I wouldn't it's, feel strongly about betting the under. Can't you picture him like, you know, maybe, uh, uh, I don't know, like four, four carries, 19 yards? Uh, or, yeah, know. that's what I mean. It could be right <laughs> you know, there. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's right there. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but the combo for James White, uh, running back, uh, rushes and receiving, is 63 and a half. This one should um, go over, depending yeah, on. Yeah, I, I would probably bet the, the over goes. on this, but if mm-hmm. man, if they get after Brady early, then this number goes down, just like pretty much everything else for New England mm-hmm. is going to go down. But, but again, I, if they I attack think, him, he may have to get rid of the ball quick, and he might have to utilize uh, White. Oh no, I, I don't have any problem with that. Is whether or not he mm-hmm. can, you know, when he when he starts mm-hmm. getting off his game like that, when he starts throwing off his back foot or you know getting mm-hmm. crazy feet because defenses are right up in his face, then his throws tend have a tendency to be off. They're you know not mm-hmm. where the running back is used to seeing them and stuff like that. He starts making bad throws when you get that kind of pressure on him. Heck, you know, as mm-hmm. Giants fans, every Giant fan should know that because that's how we beat him. Get in his right, face, right. force him out of his comfort zone. That's how you beat Tom Brady, and I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to be trying to do to him today, uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's right. Uh, and uh, Rex Burkhead, you have an over on there on him for total rushing and receiving yards, 30 and a half. I would never bet on Rex Burkett. I just never would bet on him. <laughs> yeah, he bothers you for some reason. I, I, I think don't he like bothers Rex you when Burkett. people talk about him. <laughs> I don't like him. He, he does, all he does is come in and cloudy whatever pitcher it's going to be. You just, he really does. Just another yeah. face that you never know is going to do anything. You can't count on him yeah. to do anything. Rare that he has fantasy discount, value. Right. right. But, every but he time has you enough discount, uh, he comes in and does just enough to kill the other player's yeah. value and do Perfectly nothing while he's on your bench. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, I don't like him. Uh, I don't like him. I tell you, I don't like him. We, we won't. We won't talk about him anymore. We won't talk about him anymore. About, uh, yeah. wide rec- <laughs> there you go. Uh, Edelman uh, over under seventy and a half. Ah, that's another good number, man. These guys are so freaking good at this, especially at this point of year when they got all those numbers in front of them that they're crunching in that big computer, that big IBM Watson computer that they all use. Um, Area 52, maybe, right? (laughs) If New England's going to, if New England wins this game, he goes over. If New England loses this game, that's going to be a tight number. Um, Mm -hmm. Man, I I don't, yeah. I I, I I want to bet the under. I just don't think I could. If I had to place this bet, I'd probably bet the over. Over, right? Yeah, I think over as well. Uh, and ah. Let's see. <laughs> Can you tell I don't want the Patriots to win? It has nothing to do with hate of Patriots. I would just love to see Philip Rivers finally get a chance. Yeah, no, he's the emotional uh, favorite. Believe me, I, you know, I've watched I've interviews with him, recent interviews. Yeah. Nice guy, you know, family guy too. What does he have, like 32 kids and stuff? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's the last of that uh, he's got uh, enough, draft He's got class. enough for his own, his own baseball team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
and uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Roethlisberger has two Super Bowl championships. Uh, so does um, Manning. So it's yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's so time for. Uh, I want him to get at least one. Do you think yeah, that he's a Hall of Famer, even if he doesn't win one? No. Uh, no. Okay, that's. It's close, yeah, though, right? I, it, without him winning one, I think that's going to be really hard for him to get over that hump. That seems to be a real mm-hmm. big dividing line, and more than likely, mm-hmm. what's going to put Eli in? And you know, yeah. you can, there's a lot of people making not good only points the, about Eli not being in. Yeah. But when you talk right. about two Super Bowl wins and two Super Bowl MVPs, it's going to mm-hmm. be hard to mm-hmm. keep him out. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Not just the wins, but the MVPs. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's finish off with the over on this for wide receivers. We've got uh, Chris Hogan, 33 and a half. I'm betting that's the under. That's a tough one, too. Yeah, I'm betting okay. the under. And, I don't like Chris Hogan. Betting the under. <laughs> all right. And then the two Williams brothers, uh, Tyrell and Mike. So Mike is 44 and a half and Tyrell, 24 and a half. You know what? I, I, you're I, a big fan of Mike. I am a big fan of Mike, but, man, that 44-and-a-half is a tough number. I would more yeah. likely bet the Tyrell Williams over than I over, would the Mike Williams and Mike over. under. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, don't, I, might I don't know Tyrell if I bet over Mike either way. Mike under. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think Mike could be right at that number uh, unless he mm-hmm. makes, you know, a really big play. But I think one good play from William, Tyrell Williams puts him over 24-and-a-half. So, uh, I, mm-hmm. I think I'd bet the over there. I don't think I'd bet Mike Williams. He's let me down way too many times this year to bet on him, you know, with money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. You've taken too many beatings from him. Uh, and uh, Rob Gronkowski, 50 and a half. I sent him a mean te- mean tweet. You know, did you really? The, You're in, one of those oh, guys? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, you know, here I told him, here I am in the preseason touting your name, yelling and screaming <laughs> up and down, left and right. And by the time I was done, you were getting drafted in the sixth round as opposed to the 14th <laughs> round when I started. And then you come in and do this to me? How could you, Mike? <laughs> and he just ignored you and blocked he you. He did. <laughs> and Absolutely. reported you to Twitter. <laughs> and they shut down your Twitter account for a week. <laughs> who, who was the, uh, the, who's the guy that uh, said, hey, um, I apologize because they knew it was, you know, fantasy championship week? Who, who was that? Oh, well, was there were Gordon? a couple. I, I mean, Keenan Allen yeah. was one. I remember okay, Keenan yeah, saying, yeah. you know, he, he apologized to his fantasy fans that, you know, he wasn't right. able to play because he was hurting. And then there was another, there was another one. Um, it wasn't oh, crap, uh, Melvin Gordon, was it? I don't think so. No, I don't think it was Melvin Gordon. Or, I, was it Juju? It was somebody. It might have been it Juju. Like yeah, yeah. Play. No, yeah, no, Juju is the one been, who came out and said, you know, absolutely, I'm playing this week because it's a big week for <laughs> fantasy. It's a championship right, week. Right, right, right. Of course I'm mm-hmm. playing this week. And then he did. He yeah. went out and had a great game. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, that that was him. But there was another guy who so you know, apologized. So that's why he's a first-round pick. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> there, there was another guy, and I can't remember who it was, who apologized for mm-hmm. not having a good week for his fantasy owners. Right, right. All right, well, uh, will Rob Gronkowski have to apologize to his fantasy owners? 50 and a half over on the receiving. I'm going to go crazy and say... I'm going to say over. I don't know. I just, you know, he's had the, a week to, to heal. This is the playoffs now. 
Yeah, do or die. I get, I get it. And yeah, he's it, it, one of the guys that I worry about for the Chargers is, you know, him stepping up and playing through the pain here. Shoot me up with all those shots, coach. I'm ready to go. Uh, I don't want to yeah, feel yeah. nothing. Um, <laughs> I could see him yeah. going out I want to have that stupid smile you look uh, like Aaron Rodgers had <laughs> after week one. Yeah, really. Uh, exactly. When he came back in against, <laughs> against the, the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Make Come me on, feel yeah, like that. We're going to play some football. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I could see him doing that too. I, I mean, I couldn't bet the under, which is possible, but I couldn't bet the under just knowing Gronk and, you know, what he wants. If this is his last year going out, I'm pretty sure he's going to put everything on the line right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you, th- do you think it's his last year? Um, if Two he's guys. as beat up as he has looked at, it very well could yeah, be. I, mean, I think he should. It, Let, yeah, enjoy the rest of your life, right? Yeah, and you know, it's You've not like he's a, not going to be able to make money several elsewhere. Several rings. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, one I, I of my think favorite uh, songs too. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> one pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small. Except <laughs> the ones that mama gives you, right? Oh, I love it. All right, they good don't choice, do nothing at all. Uh, all right, we got one more segment left and we're going to spend it talking about the Eagles visiting the New Orleans Saints. We'll be right back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, the DailyRoto.com partnership with the Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping. Customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head-to-head and three-ball betting tools, PGA pro tip, subscriber chat, and more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's DailyRoto.com. Click on Go Premium. Click on Golf and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. And like uh, Sean had said, it's bigger than Jurassic Park. That's uh, DailyRoto.com. GOLF19 is the uh, promo code. All right, so you ever uh, play golf? Uh, you a big golfer? No, not at all. Uh, I've been to the golfing range, and I know it's uh, once you start. I hear it's a it really takes over your life where you really try to improve your your golf game. Are you a golfer? No, I'm not, and definitely that would be mm-hmm. a problem of mine because I do have that kind of you know personality <laughs> where I I have to get better. I have to get better. I have to get better. Right, I have to get better. Right, I have to get right, better. Right, right. Uh, my biggest yeah. problem is I can hit the ball. 
Yeah, I could hit the ball a ton off the tee. I mean, mm-hmm. rocket shot. I got a good, good drive, except I never right. know where it's going to end up. <laughs> it's going to go straight for about the first 100 yards, and then it's going to say, mm, which way do I want to go today? Do I want to go in the water? Do I want to go in the parking lot? Which way do I want to go? And that's usually what happens to me. But I do like watching good golf, and, you know, I haven't tried DFS golf yet, but they're saying, you know, it's a good way to do it if you, you put your work in. So I might have to give that a shot. Right. Well, if the uh, their optimizer for the golf game is as good as it is for uh, football and even baseball, uh, and I got to try the basketball one too. So, uh, look, hey, it's a great product. So, uh, check out dailyrotor.com and use that code golf nineteen. All right. So, uh, last segment of the uh, day, we have the Saints eight point favorite. At home against the Philadelphia Eagles, 51 over under. And uh, let me just go over this stat that I spoke about in our earlier show. 2009 season, uh, the Saints finished 13-3, and uh, NFC top seed, led the NFL in point differential, and they were sixth in rushing. The Saints' three losses were to Dallas, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. 2009, they won the Super Bowl. And this season... Saints finished 13-3, and three. NFC's top seed, uh, lead the NFL in point differential, sixth in rushing. And guess what? The three losses were to Dallas, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Jim? <laughs> um, there is no such thing as coincidence, as people like to say. Uh, in, in this case, yeah, yeah I, are they a team of destiny? Ah. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think, you know, they've had things turn their way and, you know, but there, there have been weeks where they looked human. It's going to be interesting, but at home mm-hmm. in that stadium and man, it's hard to beat them. Ooh, Give them that tall, dome yeah. and then that fast order, field man. and Drew Brees yeah. just sitting back there saying, okay, it's time for me to play a little football. Um, and mm-hmm, you, you got mm-hmm. your hands full. Look, the, there would be no discussion about this if there wasn't this big, you know, thing hanging over Nick Foles' head of what he's done did last year, what he's already done since coming in mm-hmm. this year, taking them back into the playoffs, won a playoff game already. This wouldn't even be a discussion. This would be a done deal, New Orleans, all the way across the board. But because of the Nick Foles factor, all of a sudden now this is mm-hmm. in play. This is things people are talking about. And there are quite a few people talking about the Phillies taking those points, even in New Orleans, um, eight mm-hmm. points being too much for this Eagles offense. And, you know, I, I, I like it too. I'm taking the Eagles with the points. I think New Orleans wins. Me too. Yeah. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think they keep it tight. I think the Eagles keep it tight i think this nick Foles thing is real <laughs> mm-hmm. you know whether mm-hmm. whether you know philadelphia eagle front office wants to believe that or not you know they've already said mm-hmm. they're not going to keep them next year and yeah, you know, i've said this before i'll say it again this is one of my favorite topics of of this offseason is you know do they in fact let him go uh especially let's say he does go into new orleans and win this game all of a sudden nick Foles magic once again appears um you know, how can they still let him go? How can they, you know, mm-hmm. I know Carson Wentz is the younger quarterback. They want him to be the franchise. I get all that. But you're talking about a guy who's come off of two major injuries the last two years and is all of a sudden mm-hmm. start to look, starting to look like Sam Bradford. How do you let Nick Foles go if he wins this game? And then if he does, man, the, the, the sports talk radio stations in Philly will be oh, alive. With Philly mm-hmm. fans just going nuts about them releasing mm-hmm. Nick Foles uh, just because the legend will be huge by that point. 
Right. Right. Absolutely. Hey, you know, if, if Nick Foles wins this game, then he's going to burn in hell for all eternity because he sold the soul to the devil. You know, I'll, I'll say it again. I said it last week. I'll say it again. There's just no other freaking explanation. Except that the only other explanation is is that he's a good quarterback good. that plays in big games. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, got yeah, railroaded game, by Jeff Fisher mm-hmm. at the start of his career and never got a real chance again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like my uh, thing better. It's just more dramatic. <laughs> yeah, but if that was really the case, I would have done that a long time ago. Yeah. You'd be seeing me playing drums for the, the next, uh, you know, I, the, I don't know, Pink Floyd or something like that coming out. Uh, 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 there you go. Okay. All right. Uh, still time. I'm sure that Satan is listening. I keep calling to him, but he's not coming. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the hotline, right? The uh, the red phone. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I uh, with you in terms of I'm with you on the uh, the points. I think the Eagles cover. I do think the Saints win. But uh, you know, you look at that Week 11 uh, game where they were in New Orleans and the Eagles got crushed 48-7. That's not happening again. Uh, it's a different team. And uh, you know, I'm going to quote Evan Silva when it comes to Nick Foles. Four games, Week 15 to 18, average 2.22 seconds before pass attempt. That's the fastest in the NFL. Uh, and his offensive line has been protecting him uh, in 70.4 percent of his dropbacks. Face no pressure at all. That's seven highest in the NFL. And like I said, the O-line is uh, doing a good job against them. And, uh, you know, the, the one problem is the Saints are pretty good at getting at the quarterback. Top five in sacks and top yep. ten in quarterback hits. So we'll see. We'll see what yeah, happens Yeah, they'll there. have to mitigate that absolutely for, for Philly to have any mm-hmm. chance. they got to slow that pass rush down. And, you know, there's ways to do it. You know, using a guy like Darren Sproles is definitely one of them. Here, here's a couple yeah. points. Nick Foles has the highest career passing rating in the postseason at 105.2. Now, you know, everybody will say, oh, he's only had a few games. And that's right. But the fact of the matter is he does have the highest career passer rating. You can't take that away. Right. That's one of those things called a fact. Um, it is what it right, is. Right. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. you can change it by saying, oh, well, he needs to have at least this many starts or something like that and then change that narrative. But the basic fact mm-hmm. is still the same. Um, he's on a four-game winning streak as a starter dating back to week 15. And three of those mm-hmm. games were on the road. Um, he also has a four-game postseason postseason winning streak dating back to last Mm -hmm. season so you know hey look uh, there's a lot of things you could say against Nick Foles Uh, a lot of that again was his first start with uh, Jeff Fisher the the greatest eight and eight coach in the history of the NFL Um, (laughs) so you know I I I mean to me it looks like this kid is just one of those guys that steps it up in big games and plays big in big games and if that's the case, and you know we've seen it, it's hard to discount the Eagles in this one because they do have talent on that offensive side of the ball, especially in the receiving mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. And you know, say what you want, Golden Tate is still a great receiver. Have they used him correctly yet? Probably not, but he's still a great receiver. Alshon Jeffrey okay. is definitely Won taking the another game step last forward. Week. Right, uh, mm-hmm. Alshon Jeffrey is taking <laughs> another step forward with Nick Foles under center because he wasn't really doing much with Wentz. We're seeing Aguilar yeah. getting more involved again, and of course you got Ertz there at tight end, and even Goddard has been making a play here and there, and you know is a guy I really like going yeah. forward. But that's a different story totally. But you know they have the weapons if they can put this game together and get some pressure on Breeze and get Breeze out of his comfort zone, they have a chance. Um, but yeah, you give yeah. Breeze time back there to pick apart your mm-hmm. secondary, then you're screwed. <laughs> 
Right, right, right. Yeah, you talk about Dallas Goddard. I actually, for 2800 bucks, I put him into one of my uh, Sunday-only uh, lineups. Just as, you you know, do, absolutely. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I, I like Goddard. Here, I'll give you a DraftKings Sunday lineup only, just real sure, quick. Sure. I know we're real fast. Yeah, I'll yeah. fast. No, that's fine. I got Foles. That's fine. I got Foles. Mm-hmm. I have Kamara. I have Gordon. I have Michael Thomas. I have Keenan Allen. I have Nelson Aguilar. I have Goddard and Ertz, and then the Chargers defense mm-hmm. in one Sunday lineup, just to you know see what goes on there. Throw throw a little yeah. uh, li- little under under guys there in, in there and see if they hit for me. Sure, sure. I went with Breeze, Kamara, uh, uh, James White, Julian Edelman, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Michael Thomas. Uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, Austin Eckler, and because uh, I fit them in, <laughs> the yeah, Eagles' right. defense. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, we'll and see. yeah, I, I go. I agree with you. You know, you take chances. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, defensive mm-hmm. scoring still comes down to lucky plays, and Drew Brees can yep. throw an interception as you know well as somebody else. He yeah, doesn't do it often, human. but he can. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, who do you like in terms of any uh, other than the obvious ones? Let's say for the from the Eagles side. I mean. Uh, you know, the, the last week, uh, Darren Sproles and Wendell Smallwood got most of the work out of the backfield, but uh, I don't know if you, you trust any of those guys. I mean, Golden Tate finally scored a TD. Uh, anybody, uh, like, off the beaten path out of this Eagles side that you would you would like? Well, and, and he, look, when it comes to running backs, Sproles we is talked the about only one yeah, Sproles mm-hmm. is the only running back I would take a chance on. You know, Smallwood has been had a little bigger role last few weeks, but Sproles has the experience, and I think they have more trust in Sproles when it comes to big plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they don't, you know, keep running him into that defensive line at the one-yard line right up the gut. You know, you got a nifty little guy there. It's a revenge you know, game, do too. Do some different things, right. I, I, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. Is it really a revenge game? It's not like he got <laughs> ridden out of town. It's fun the to team say. loved him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know, <laughs> Two totally different things. Uh, Drew Brees called mm-hmm. him the fa- his most favorite player of all time that he played with. Um, so it's not right. like there's no love there. Uh, so I don't know mm-hmm. the revenge game comes into this narrative at all. But I, I like Sproles so just because he, he has he the history. He has for, for the experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> outside of that, I, I mean, if you want to look at Ben Watson, his over-under uh, receiving yards for this game is 16 and a half. You know what? I'm betting mm-hmm. the under. <laughs> mm. um, just because, you know, that was one of my worst calls of the season. I'll live up to it. What, I yeah. really expected yeah, a lot from Watson this year, getting back with Drew Brees, and it never came together. So I, Hey, you know what? He's retiring, so you never know. They might might target him a little bit more. So he goes out there a winner. There is that chance. There is that chance. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it, but I, I don't love that opportunity. We'll have to see. You know, if the game flows a certain way, it could happen. It's just, you know, it could happen with Josh Hill. It could happen with Dan Arnold. And, you know, I don't Trey like Gunn Smith, like a, any the, other, like. Oh, actually, that oh, there is one that I almost forgot. Ted Ginn is a guy mm-hmm. I love. Um, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I got him in a lot of lineups just because I, I think he definitely has a chance to do some good stuff here. Look, th- this is mm-hmm. back when they destroyed them back in week 11. Um, you know, Traquan Smith went off, and th- this was when Ted Ginn was still hurt. Traquan Smith, 13 mm-hmm. targets, 10 receptions, 157 yards, and a touchdown. Um, you know, and Ginn coming back into the role, the first game back in week 16, coming off IR return, he promptly saw eight targets, had a 20% target share in that first game back. Um, You know, this is a a game where, 
you know, I think Ted Ginn is going to be integral and definitely plays a big part. I, I like him a lot. Um, so I'm thinking he's going to have some good good things. In that one game back in week 16, he had five receptions for 74 yards. Um, mm-hmm. And for all those guys that really like to start, he led the team in air yards. Um, <laughs> is what it is. Uh, so, you know, the, the past the four offenses yards. to face the Eagles have combined for 180 drop, 189 dropbacks while only rushing the ball 55 times. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So, you know, that's what happens when you got guys like Avante Maddox, Rizul Douglas, and Cravon LeBlanc as your deep Mm -hmm. guys. You know, Uh, they're going to be targeted. They're going to be targeted a lot, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. especially when that that front, you know, for for uh, for Philadelphia is pretty good. So uh, I think this is going to be a passing game, and uh, I think New Orleans wins, but I think Foles does, does enough to cover. Yeah, so uh, the two seventy one and a half over under from Foles, uh, I'm kind of going over, and and you kind of, what you just argued supports it. Yeah, I'm going over as well. I, I mm-hmm. do think he, mm-hmm. I, I think he has a chance to go over three hundred in this game, uh, just mm-hmm. if for no other reason, trying to play catch up and throwing the ball every down in the second half if they have to. <laughs> so, right. uh, yeah, right, I think right. he gets over that number. What about Breeze's two ninety and a half? Yeah, I'm worried. If he goes over that number, it's going to be tough for Philly to keep up. But I think he does as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we thinking about uh, Kamara and Ingram? We have a 55 and a half uh, rushing for Kamara and combined rushing and receiving 94 and a half. I think I'm going like, over on the combined. Yeah, right. That's what I like too. I like mm-hmm. the combined more. Yeah, I think yeah. he sees a, a mm-hmm. few good passes in this one and gets him involved mm-hmm. there. So I like to combine mm-hmm. a little bit more than just a straight-up rushing. Although I do like Mark right. Ingram's 42-and-a-half rushing. I like him to go over that. Me, uh, I do, too, yeah. And uh, uh, let's see, the uh, combined rushing and receiving for Smallwood, uh, Wendell Smallwood, 36-and-a-half, uh, and Darren Sproles, 47-and-a-half. I like the Darren Sproles one a little better just because I think the team trusts him more. And I think he's mm-hmm. going to be an integral part of what they're trying to do today. Uh, tomorrow, I mm-hmm. keep saying that. Uh, tomorrow, I, yeah, yeah. Smallwood is one of those guys. I, I Like Burkhead, I don't have a lot of faith in Smallwood. Right. And, uh, Can you he do it? Like, sure, uh, I just don't like it. Gotcha. And uh, you said you like Ginn uh, enough to go over on that 48-and-a-half over-under for him? I do. I think they're going to get him in the ball a lot and uh, get him in the shot to go deep. That's what they want. They want to press this, these secondary guys. That, you know, the one thing they learned last week that Maddox could be beat on those double moves. And, you know, I, I see get, Ted Ginn doing quite a lot of that. Still one of the fastest guys on the field. They're going to have a hard time with him. Which game are you looking f- uh, most forward to watching? Oh, I, I know you yeah, all of them, right? Yeah, but, the Colts, uh, well, Colts and Kansas City, I want to see the most. Yeah. Uh, some it's right? supposed to be the highest scoring game, and I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snow be damned, damn it. I want to see a lot of points on the board. There you go. All right. Well, Jim, it's been fun. We've been together since 10 o'clock this morning. Thanks to all of you out there listening. Good luck. Enjoy the games, and we'll see you next week.